0: Hello and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today are not our full-time Liverpool reporter, both home and away, James Pearce. He's off today. So is our LFC editor, Andrew Kelly. Instead joining me are Echo Scribes, Christian Walsh and Joe Rimmer. We will start with you, Christian, as you had the great delight of being up on Humberside for the KCOM Stadium to see Liverpool post the worst ever performance under Jurgen Klopp with the 2-0 defeat. That's now ultimately sent them out of the top four for the first time since September.
1: Certainly has. Uh, the pulled pork was good before the game. You know, the, the, let's let's start with the positives. The pulled pork was good. The chili was fine. And then the game kicked off. Did you not pour any carrot and coriander soup over, your, over your food? <laughs> I, I James did. But a similar result. Um, you know, it, it was actually it was a it was a dark dark afternoon for Liverpool. There was no real fight, no real plan, no real desire, no real idea of what they were meant to do and how they were meant to do it. Don't get me wrong, Hull were, Hull were OK, they were organised, they were obviously on, on a high after a nil-nil at Old Trafford, Marco Silva's come in there and got them playing decent football, but the Liverpool of three months ago would have would have put three or four past them there, and, and, and this is the issue really, Liverpool were, went to somewhere like Palace back in was it October, um maybe even November, just, just round in the mid, mid, mid-awesome, and um, conceded two really silly goals from uh, from balls out wide um, from counter attacks, but he scored four at the other end, so it didn't really matter. They haven't got that uh, to fall back on now. They 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 haven't got the, the attack and prowess. They haven't got the fluency. They haven't got the fluidity that is needed uh, to get them out of jail. And and it's becoming a, a real issue for Liverpool. You know four defeats this season: Swansea, Bournemouth, Burnley, and now Hull City said afterwards that Liverpool don't have an attitude problem. I can certainly see that, but I think it's very much a tactical problem where they just can't deal playing these sorts of teams. You'll sit deep and clog the box. So, Joe, Christian's
0: just mentioned the words decent, OK and organised. And really, that's all you need to be these days to beat Liverpool.
2: Well, yeah, it is trend, isn't it? Um, teams just sitting deeper and deeper. And it was something, um, It was an interesting piece uh, little plug in, interesting piece put up this morning. Dortmund fans talking about Klopp's team, and that they piece? said um, uh, Christian Walsh wrote uh, that piece, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack should be in the post, Christian, should not it? Um, but yeah, the these these fans are saying that Klopp's team, uh, Klopp's teams in, in in Germany, the way to combat them was to sit deeper and deeper, and many of the other teams were doing that. And, and it seems like Liverpool have, have been figured out really in a way, doesn't it? I, I think a lot of people talk about defense. I don't think the defense. It always has been a problem, but I don't think that's the main problem right now. It's that they just look toothless in attack. They don't seem to be able to find a way to to, to get round when teams sit deep. Coutinho's form's nose dive since he's come back. Um, Firmino isn't playing as well as he is. He is he has done and, and the other players like Lallana, he looks shot. I think Mane's looked quite. Tired since he's come back from the African Cup of Nations and I think it's really caught up on them, all this football. Well, you got to remember about the Mane
1: issue is that it's not like he went on holiday and was sunning himself no, on no. some beach. Yeah. He was playing intense football. OK, he had the fair game off because Senegal had already qualified, but if you watch any of those African Cup of Nations games... The, the, and, 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 you know, <laughs> if, if you are, get a life. <laughs> um, it's finished now. Yeah, yeah. It's finished It's done now.
0: now. And, and um, in fact, if, before we go any further, I seem to recall that you said that you, a couple of weeks ago that you would never, ever, ever play for Cameroon.
1: I would never, ever. And, and now they've won it. Now they've, they've won, won, won
0: it. So, the, the, the Hugo Bruce, his,
1: his comments after... When he does me as yeah, much basically, as Joel yeah, yeah, basically. Anyway, back, back to your point. Back, back mean, I, I watched a couple of the games. I uh, watched one of the Senegal games that Manny was in... Uh, you know they're intense the the you know there's a lot of running going a lot going there's not much else but there's a lot of endeavour there's a lot of there's a lot of press and there's a lot of you know health skills of football and that will take a, a toll you know on it's it's, it's season that hasn't I been interrupted say, ultimately it is like having the European Championships bang yeah in of course the middle of course there. except <laughs> except that you've got to fly even even further away um, and so you know the, the idea that Manny was going to come back refreshed the I four he looked tired before he went to the African yeah. combination mm. so. I don't think there's going to be uh you know any sort of galvanization if that's even a word um of of, of Liverpool just because he's back. So yeah, I agree with Joe. I, I think they look tired both mentally and physically. What you got to remember is that the, these are the human beings at the end of the day. So there's two things at play. The fact that they've worked so hard in training for the past 5 6 months, obviously a lot was made of the uh training camp over in America and and the grueling nature of that. Um, and, and, but secondly also, as I say, they're, 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 they're human beings and they will have come from the top of the mountain, cloud nine, thinking, God, Liverpool can really do something here. We've got a trip to Wembley on the horizon. We, we, you know, the FA Cup, there's yeah, no reason yeah. why we can't do anything in that. Could even have a little sneaky title challenge for playing brilliantly. So within a month, it all come crashing down
2: and, and that's hard for players, I think, to, to, to reconcile with. We were having a chat yesterday when we were saying that I think the top turning point for me in the season could have been that 2-2 at Sunderland because I remember the reaction was so, so bad. People were talking about uh, a terrible, disastrous result and it, all right, yeah, Sunderland were, were down there struggling at the time but it was a point away from home. Liverpool were still firmly in the top four, not looking like they were going anywhere. All right, yeah, they they lost ground on Chelsea but I almost think mentally for the players for the reaction to be so disappointed because they, you know, they probably felt it confidence-wise themselves and I think really. There, a bit of perspective was needed. Liverpool just needed to kick on, carry on, stay in the top four. You know, if they were going to, if Chelsea were going to drop points, then they would have been there or thereabouts. But that didn't look like it was going to happen anyway. They would have been happy to be there and be in the top four. Now,
0: I'm going to play devil's advocate, which is most unlike me. Um, around that time, the game that Joe was in the two all draw with Sunderland, was over the new year. Mm. And it was around then that there'd been a certain amount of negativity brought around by Jurgen Klopp's comment about, oh, we're playing. This you know it was a very small turnaround, short turnaround of games, wasn't it? Mm. I think it was, was it three and seven days compared to I think it was three and ten for seven Chelsea, Chelsea yeah, or right something there. like that. And so it's almost as though then they were thinking, oh, we missed this brilliant chance, and um, now we're a bit tired. It kind of would you say anything in that, or am I just talking nonsense? I, 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 you,
1: you could probably think a little bit too much into that. I can see where you're coming from there. I, I think ultimately any more, you know, while I they are mentally tired, I think probably are just as physically tired in the fact that they after that Sunderland game they they played it must be must be on to ten games now. But most of them didn't play against Plymouth, which was the
0: next game, so they didn't have a game for nine days. But, but I think But then the replay comes and those does yeah, does yeah. And, and it just but Coutinho be playing that no, he That's true.
2: And that's I think true. as well, you know, you, even for the players that didn't play against Plymouth, it all contributes to this Liverpool haven't won. You know, you think they they go they play Plymouth at home, they play young players, they struggle. It just it's more negativity surrounding the club, surrounding the team. There's more pressure on them as they go into the next game. You've not won, you've not won. And now it's one win away at Plymouth in ten, isn't it? I think ten, yeah, games, ten games. So, one, so one all one of is, that, if it, say let's just say Klopp had played at a first eleven and they'd steamrolled steamrolled at Plymouth, you never know, they might have gone into the next game. The pressure's off of them a little bit more and it doesn't feel such a negative atmosphere at the club.
1: I, I'm gonna say the E Wave on a Liverpool podcast there, Everton. Everton's season was going really well under Ronald Koeman. And he plays the, the the second team against Norwich to yeah, go out yeah, of the E yeah. F L Cup and the, the wheels come up for the next yeah, two yeah, months. Yeah. I I think you can I mean look, this is this is all wonderful hindsight. I, I don't think yeah, anyone yeah. would have disagree with the team he put out against Plymouth. It was Definitely. more than capable of beating Plymouth. And to be honest, on paper it was more than capable of, of beating Wolves. But at the same time, your momentum and know, momentum is such a such a cliche in football. There is no you can, you know you can't justify momentum. You can't quantify it. It's 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 an invariable. But at the same time, you just felt that the, the, the steam had sort of gone out of the Liverpool yeah, season yeah, at that definitely. point. And as you say, the trip to Plymouth here in midweek, and and then you put the same team out against Wolves, and you think, well, if they only got a 0-0 against Plymouth, then what's going <laughs> on Wolves? Obviously, the the, the Southampton game. I mean, that was probably for me the Southampton game was only just bumped off the worst performance this year by <coughs> the whole one at uh, the, the first Southampton Lamp- Lamp- game. first game, Lamp- sorry, yeah. Um, so, it, it's just this spiral at the moment of, of, and it's it's hard to see where they, they, they get out of it just because you, there's been two opportunities. There were two 1-1 one one draws against Manchester United and Chelsea to say, well, it's OK, well, that, that was more like the Liverpool that, that we know and, and, and from early in the season and, and you know, the stars are aligning the for them now, everyone's back and, they followed that up with a defeat against Southampton. I
2: think.
1: Was it or was it Swansea?
2: No, just the, the draw. After, oh, United, put, after United. It's the Sam Southampton game, yeah. So they
1: eliminated from the yeah. EFL Cup semi-finals. Then they got bit by Wolves. And he got, then, uh, then draw with Chelsea Wolves, and, then and then they lose to, they to Hull. Hull. Mm. So but, there's just no sort of taking advantage of any, any positivity well, at When Jurgen Klopp said after the game at Hull, that he
0: kind of suggested he was at a bit of a loss as to what actually has gone wrong. But he also kind of hinted at the fact that he's going to make changes. Now, Joe, the problem that they've got is that having, and we're going to say it again, not bought anybody in January, all of the changes that he's going to make are all changes that he's already made. So we can probably guess what effect it's going to have on the team, and the players can probably guess, and the opposition can probably guess as well. So they, what can he do? Can he do anything that's in any way different to what we've seen already, other than... Other than st- keep on going on with the same track and going, well, we did well earlier this season and we'll come back round and we'll, we'll yeah. do well again. There's,
2: there's not a great deal. I think other than a change of personnel, well, we, you know, there's no one there that's playing well enough to come into the side. storage Origi, two guys that are on the bench, I don't think either of them have done anything to suggest that they should come into the side and do any better than anyone else. Perhaps a change of formation, I, I don't know. I don't see him doing it, but you know, the, the change of formation works so well for Chelsea? You know, um, when Rodgers was was uh, managing Liverpool and they were struggling under him, he changed formation and it gave them a, a temporary. Um, they they came back temporarily, didn't they? Under with the three at the back, perhaps Clock could try and change things, but I don't know because I don't feel like the personnel that if he does change things to bring in are any better. I don't think putting Storage and Origi together up top is going to say you know going to change anything. I just think. And they're in a very difficult position. He uh-huh. was
1: he was asked in the in the Monday the the breakout we call yeah. it, don't we? In the Monday for the Monday papers, um, you know he was asked, "Have you got the squad to make the changes?" And to be honest, his answer was a little bit wishy washy. Yeah, it was. Basically, you know, he he's thinking in his head. He's thinking, "No, it's not." No. Um, you know, he he made it clear again in in the same uh, discussion. He made it clear that Liverpool tried to sign players in January and and pretty much well, said but it, we know that, me. don't we? Yeah, well, 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 we well know, we, we of course we did. did but, yeah. but I think some fans feel that he either lies or he's he's covering for FSG He's a stooge, etc. Liverpool tried to sign players in January, but players wouldn't, you know, clubs wouldn't do deals or PSG come in and you know who you know, with respect to Liverpool, to I mean, who would choose Liverpool over PSG? Um, so, but going back to the original, um, you know. Is the squad big enough? You just get the feeling that he, he feels that it isn't. Sorry, is it strong enough? You just feel that he's he's exhausted all his options, and and now it's going to take every inch of the of the genius that he came with, of of his reputation that he came with to change it. Personally, I think there's a lot wrong with the with the side at the moment. I don't think he would. I don't think there's any need to. Do a mass upheaval. I really don't. I think the, the, the spine should stay the same in terms of... I mean, he's messed up the goalkeeper situation, so let's just ignore that for a minute. But the spine of Matip, Lovren, I would have said Gomez, but I think he's struggling a little bit with his injuries. Matip, Lovren, Henderson, Lallana, Wijnaldum, Firmino. And then round that, Coutinho and Mane. And then you build around that.
0: Isn't the problem, though, you mentioned then about the midfield, you've got Henderson, and Wijnaldum and Chan. Isn't the problem the fact that... No Chan, Did, by the way. I, no, I isn't, didn't say isn't, a bit. Isn't, Chan. But I'm going to say, isn't the problem that the choice is between Wijnaldum and Chan to play alongside Henderson because neither of them are the type mm-hmm. of player who really needs to be playing there? I mean, we were, we said when when uh, Wijnaldum started or joined, I should say, is that quite a few of us didn't really know where he was going to play. Couldn't see where he was going to fit in. Yeah, you know, and he's done all right. He's done okay in patches, but. He's still. I don't think he's in a particular position where he's going to be consistently. I know you're quite. I know you're I'm quite a big like, man, I, I, think, like him, I think that's harsh, though. That. I'm not saying. He's, I'm not saying he can't do a job because he can and he has done and he scored some important goals. But long-term answer, Henderson and Wan in centre sent but, but, so. but then it goes.
1: But it goes back to the summer: Zielinski, De Hood. You know, yeah, I know none Hoos of them are the answer. Six. I mean,
0: the thing is, none of them are
2: really
1: the answer. Well, Zielinski anyway. just had a brilliant game for Napoli. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's not tearing up trees necessarily in Naples, but you, you just don't know. I think that the two midfielders light in that midfield. Yeah, I th-
2: think they are light. And my, my worry with Wayne Aldum is it was a, they levelled it out of at Newcastle. He said he was a bit of a fair weather player. Turned up at home. Turned up when Newcastle were playing well as a team. Didn't turn up when they were battling away from home. We're seeing now that when Liverpool are in in the doldrums, he's not really someone you can turn to. He's he's a great cog when Liverpool. are Beating people five 0 he looks nice. He, he's neat and tidy.
0: Saying the problem there is that Liverpool have got too many of that yeah, type of yeah, player. Yeah, Things there's, are going not okay. Are working together. Well, you know, it was all
1: right at the start of the season when you had like Ryan Allen was a cog, even even Cham was a cog, but you had the the, the 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 four in front of them with Lallana, Mane, um, Cassini and Firmino. I don't. I. I, I, I just. I want more from the fullbacks to be honest at the moment. And, and, and to be honest, James Milner looks like he's absolutely de- destroyed. He can't why he can't take can't take throw-ins at the minute. That's how tired he is. Some of his throw-ins against Hull—I know it sounds like a really silly sort of thing to say—but they were just it's never they were just, they were just bombed into people's fires. and you're like, "What are you? What are you doing?" I just—I I know it's a big, big call, but I—I I wonder if you are sort of. Give him a little rest. You put Klein on the left. But Klein's not been much better, to be fair. He hasn't. In terms of of final ball, exactly. But on the left-hand side, his mentality will change a little bit. He's got to think about it a little bit more. Get Trent on the right. He's putting in some cracking deliveries both for the first team and the under-23s. Klein could have had three or four important goals this season. Uh, I think Liverpool should expect more from um, in that in that respect. He's you know no complaints going back. And it's funny because I think everyone thought when he signed that he was this. Brilliant and right back because he scored that great goal at Anfield. That 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 just hasn't really happened at Liverpool. You, you think about the chance of Southampton where he had the header, should really score. There was a chance against gets Hull where he was in the box and you're thinking, well, you've got a chance there to find. A, I think on the left he can concentrate on the defence more. Gives Milner that rest. Gives Liverpool an option off the bench, and it also gets the the final ball of Trent Alexander Arnold. Do you know you saw even against the game against Man United he was in the box and okay. Panicked a little bit. He was he was young. It was his debut, full debut at Old Trafford. But he gets into good positions. He knows what he's doing, yeah, and man, he's got a good, good final good player, ball. Doesn't he? It does look good. I mean, I was at the under twenty three
0: yesterday, and he, he won a penalty with one run, and then put in the great cross for for Kevin yeah, Stewart's yeah. winner. And defensively, he's he's all right. But you know that's what people want from the full-backs these days, isn't it? It's just as well going forward as you are actually defending.
2: Yeah, well, I I, I think it's a little bit harsh on Klein. I see you can see quite a bit of criticism for him in the last few days, and. I, I always feel with fullbacks that you want one on one side that does a bit more going forward, and the other one is steady. Um, sort of. And I, I think he is that sort of player. he is steady. He, he's 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 been good. But yeah, he's a rich transfer, you know, and I don't, yeah, don't mean that. Man's man's I, I don't mean that in a, in a yeah. derogatory way. But he's he's a rich finan. On the other side, I think there's the issue, of, and I think Milner has done very very well this season. But I think he looks shot. I think teams are starting to find him out a little bit. He's been trying to nick, nick him for a few tackles and missing them and, and getting caught the wrong giving side, giving away a lot of fouls, um, and... giving away a lot of fouls, free kicks. So I think, I think they need a bit of energy there. Almost, you know, I don't want to say a, a mad thing, but I almost think maybe. Could, could don't be say Caporano it. Don't say it. it. Oh, he said it. Said yes. just, he said it. Just, said it. goes it. against everything I, I believe in, but but. Could you put know no, in for it. a bit no, of no, energy?
1: You know you what? What? I think we're being unfair there. At the end of the day, he's a professional footballer. He's he's not he's not a dope. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen his Snapchat? No, no, like, joke, but jokes aside, that, that doesn't help. Well, I'm, it, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the
0: person who advocated trying a bit left no, 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 Yeah,
1: he does, he does have, have a down. bit of energy, doesn't He's he? He's got, got, him, got like, a bit of pace. Why that's that's, that's, what what I certainly that's think, why I said it. Well, I certainly think when Mane was out the team, it wouldn't have been the worst idea to necessarily move Milner onto that right-hand side and put Moreno there, because at least you've got a bit of pace in that side. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Going back, I mean, whether it's Moreno or Alexander-Arnold or whatever, you know we're taking Milner out of the team for, for a couple of games You know, Manchester City's title challenges were founded on James Milner coming off the bench and, and changing the game with 30 to go I mean, we all remember Anfield that 3-2 game mm. he came on and absolutely changed the game ok he won't do that necessarily every week but he's another option off the bench we know Jürgen Klopp I don't think he trusts a lot of a substitutes and that's Shown never, by the well, fact well, that he, he doesn't
0: into, make it. Hang on, who didn't come on? At
1: Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum. Which yeah, exactly. Is, yeah. I, have, I mean, no one asked him after the game. I just wondered if he was maybe carrying a little niggle or something because that, that to me just seemed. It was weird, wasn't it? It was yeah, weird, it was weird it, that he chose he done Chan. Chelsea yeah. Well. yeah, it was weird that he chose Chan and it was weird that Alden didn't, didn't feature at all. I'm going
0: to mention Chad before we go any further because we bring him up in this time and time again. Mm. And
1: regular listeners will probably be aware that
0: there are quite a few of us who aren't really convinced by him. However, well, Jürgen Klopp's definitely convinced. Plays mm. him, Well, he plays him all the time. And anyway, Emery Chan's contract is up at the end of next season, which yep. means that he's shortly going to be coming into the last year. His value will go down. It seems to be of a bit, bit, bit limbo in the contract talks. What's your take on that, Joe? What in terms of do you, if should Liverpool be pushing the boat out to get an agreement with Chan, or is he somebody who, if well, if you don't want to come with an agreement
2: with us, then we'll try and sell you in the summer? Do you, do you know, what? I'm not a huge fan of Chan, but I don't think. I don't think it would be wise to lose him on cheap in the summer. You know, I'd, I'd rather see them give him a deal, and then if they're going to sell him, try and get a bit more for him. But yeah, I don't think he's someone that would be wages wise wanting to push the boat out for. It, it, it. You know, it depends he what he's asking for. And, yeah, we don't know that, if really. he's. Well, yeah, we don't know. But if he's demanding to be on par with some of the club's top earners, well, I'm sorry, but he just hasn't <laughs> done anywhere near enough to be there. You know, the the thing I think with Chan, yeah, he, he's not developed well enough. He's certainly got potential. He's a big, strong lad. He's, he's does do some good things on the ball, but I think he hangs on to it too long, far too long at times. We've, we've said this yeah, time, you know, time we've, we have said it. Right? time yeah. but he's just—he's also maybe this is me being be a bit unfair, but he just strikes me as one of these sort of Instagram generation of footballers. His hair's is always in the right place, and he, he, To be he, fair he's to him, he doesn't really do the He doesn't really do the whole social media. No, no, thing I think he much, means and seems like yeah. No, the, no, way like, the, the way the way he looks, some you know, I find that Liverpool fans have got got this soft spot for Chan because he looks good you know I think he doesn't do anywhere near enough on the pitch I, f- to...
0: I think that soft spot's very much gone well, Yeah, I, mean, it's it's the, I would imagine but the soft spot is not shared by the people who pay 50 odd quid to no, certainly certainly not every certainly. other week but to our field you know yeah. you,
2: you see a lot of fans online and, and I can't work out what Chan's done to make them think that he's such a good player because he's done nothing for me I'm going to play devil's advocate again, again? which is again isn't
0: like me now if Liverpool's poor run that they've had in January if that have happened in November or October, is, as it has in the past, they've had the hump for red October, don't forget. So if that had happened, then do you feel as though they would have been more inclined to buy somebody in January? Because they would have seen that perhaps the squad isn't as strong as it could have been. No. You still think it would have made no difference? I,
1: I honestly think Klopp is so steadfast to his beliefs and his views. I genuinely believe... Again, I was I was there when he was talking with the, with the Monday Papers and, and he was talking about the transfers. He, was, he, he seemed 100% genuine when he was saying try to get players in the summer but I'm not in this space. this is not for me. I am not doing a short term fix. I don't think if Liverpool is seventh coming into December he's thinking the solution to that is just throwing 25 million at a midfielder or a striker or a defender or whoever. I don't think that's it. that comes into his thinking.
2: Joe same question to you. I'd have to agree with Christian he was in the room and I didn't want to ask you and you've just answered it. What from a reader's point of view, you read those quotes from Klopp this morning and it it, it looks almost like, it sounded like he'd regretted not signing people a little bit because he said, oh, it's my responsibility and, you know, I, it sounds like he wasn't actually, you were in the room, it wasn't like that. I don't think he's that sort of manager. I don't think he would change his his philosophy based on, on one win. And all the, all the strongest managers don't change their philosophy based on a bit of poor form, do they? I, I think, I think well, the way he was saying
1: it was, was sort of just saying, because he was so down about that result, especially the first half. He was feeling mm-hmm. about the first half, and I think he was basically saying, Whatever you want to say about it today is absolutely fair game. So he thought, if you all want to go away and write, because he loves saying it, he loves putting it back on the gym, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He was like, If you just want to go away and write, I'm paraphrasing me right if you want to go away and write, this play is not good enough, so he should have signed this player and said that you can after a game like this. But ultimately, he's, uh, uh, one result will not make him change his mind. Mm. Look back to twenty fourteen, fifteen, and that the Dortmund season. They went into the uh, into the Christmas break, bottom of the Bundesliga, and he. Didn't... That's when they
0: had the party, though, wasn't it? And he made everybody turn up, and he said he was so happy because it meant that he could buy somebody in January. I'm sure that's what it was. Is that not that that season? He, he
2: had the party, didn't he? I don't He know. had the party. I, well, I, knew... I don't.
1: I don't. I don't think he made any mad changes. I think he stuck I think to what he, he said, did. Well,
0: he said something like, "I was really happy because I knew what I had
1: to change." knew what he has to change but I'm not maybe sure
0: maybe was somebody but it was certainly something
1: stole him Joe to be fair stole him while I get on transfer marks yeah the encouraging thing
2: about all this is we've seen, we've seen Klopp turn a team around we you know we saw that at Dortmund last year that he can sorry last year the year before last that they had such such a poor start to the season and he turned it around they had a wonderful end to the season so we do know that he can turn this around but um I, d- I don't know. I don't know about how many changes he made. I'd be surprised if Liverpool don't go away to a sort of warm weather training camp in these next couple. of I months. think it's been mooted so, already. Yeah, yeah. yeah they and, are going and, and try and even just a, a bonding trip to try and try and get the, the mood back into a good mood. Christine's still on his phone, checking. No, yeah, just, no, just, yeah, keep just keep talking around. between ourselves. Yeah. No, this is great no <laughs> stuff, yeah. Anyone, anyone watch yes. the Super Bowl? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody watches <laughs> the Super Bowl. The no. no. real people don't watch the Super Bowl. That is, well, on.
0: That is not a proper sport. Yeah, thank you. They, uh, so no, we keep talking. Keep <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking <laughs> no, it's all right. It's I was actually, because there's somebody who thinks that Liverpool should have bought somebody in January. Yeah. Well, I well, well I did, but somebody of much greater much greater import than me is Jamie Carragher. Yeah, yeah. And he said that you know it's very disappointing, and that Liverpool do not have the squad strength and depth to compete with the uh, the other five teams who are in the in the top six. And you can't really argue with that. 100% can you? you cannot right, argue with there's, the there's... fact that Liverpool's squad is a squad that is, if they finished fifth this
2: season, which the position they're in now, you'd have gone oh, quite a good season. But the only thing I would say back to that is that a lot of the other teams have spent far more money over a more sustained period than Liverpool. You know, I know Conte's only been at Chelsea six months, but look at some of the players that they've bought. It's still a title winning squad, wonderful. It's you know, cool. they've got some really good players. Man United have spent ridiculous amounts of money on players. So don't don't let, you know, their poor form this Man year... Man City have spent it. a load of money. Ah, they've just had, they've the just had a January
1: arrival, albeit a Arsenal spent money
2: in they spent money.
0: Tottenham as well, because they got all the money for bail. It didn't always work. didn't always work for them. I'd
2: argue Tottenham was sort of a year ahead in their development. Po- Pochettino strikes me as a very similar manager in his, in his philosophy and his style and I'd say he was, he was probably a year ahead in his development so he's managed to add a few more players um, and, and I think as well, I think Liverpool have had worse injury problems than many of those clubs. I think I think if Tottenham got a raft of injuries, if Harry Kane got two months out injured... They were struggling yeah. with it so I think you know if that happened to them again they'd, they'd struggle so I think to be fair to Liverpool, they are a little bit behind the development and they were punching well above their weight in the first six months I mean, Totten, Tottenham, not forget
1: that. I wouldn't even say Tottenham got a, a necessarily a better squad than Liverpool. they've got, Don't let the song go down on me on the bench, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm desperate he, to get a choice. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, um, yeah. Still at his funeral. Yeah. But he's still at it. He said going. Christian's waiting for his yeah, invite. Right. Would well, <laughs> you find he's, this
2: thing on chapter <laughs> five
1: so we can stop talking, rubbish. <laughs> Vincent Janssen, I mean, is he is he really any any good what I will say about Tottenham though you used to talk about the bail money and how they spent it it didn't always work but it can have a knock on effect because you think about those players that they got I mean they, they sold Chadley to West Brom for what for 15 million so that comes back into the coffers Capuri went, like, to, Watford, went to Watford for a fair whack uh, Vlad Ciricaz he's at Napoli now maybe really? isn't he? he's somewhere mm-hmm, in Italy yeah. I think and, and again he didn't
2: he go to either. Roma oh he
1: might, he oh, he might be a Roma but again so it, it's that weird as Liverpool who, when he's Suarez money, he spent the the. The give Balotelli away for it, absolutely not <laughs> um, Ricky Lambert you Ricky try selling Balotelli <laughs> <laughs> no no but, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the Ricky Lambert obviously it didn't cost much but there was no resale value on that But oh, have still got well, oh, Lovren. Lovren Lovren Chan mm. but would you really get much for Lovren would you really get much for Chan at the moment So it, it, it I
2: just, think you would I think I think yeah. you would
0: I think you're slightly underplaying them there
2: perhaps so yeah
0: bear in but, mind that they're still hoping to get 20 million for Sacco in the summer well they're hoping but, but I mean they wanted that at the Start and yeah. no one ever buys anyone. The, the problem is, what, what we've learnt. Liverpool we've
2: learned. was spot on and wanting 20 million for Sacco, but you, you were never going to get it because of the situation leading up to that. way you know, he's, he's a 20 million pound player if you look at other players now, but right now, the, no club's going to pay that. They had Liverpool where they wanted them, didn't
0: they? Now, for all the doom and gloom and the negativity yeah. of the first bit of this podcast, we'll try and end it on a bit more of a positive by talking, by, about, yeah, yeah, by, by talking about Gary Neville. And Gary oh, Neville uh, has spoken you know. today, and he actually believes that with Liverpool being out of all these, you know, not being in Europe, being out of the FA Cup, the F Cup's gone as well, is that they've only got one more midweek game, which I think is in March against Bournemouth. Jurgen Klopp will have a lot of time to prepare his team. They won't be that tired, you'd have thought. And he expects Liverpool to be back, or should be back, to the devastating, his words were devastating form of earlier this season. I mean, do you expect that?
2: Well,
1: he's crying it in, isn't yeah, Well, this is I was going to say. That
2: I was going to I mean, say. I, that. Honestly, I, I, know we're not men too, but I like Gary Neville. I think as a pundit, he's he's very very good, and what he says makes sense. It's just whether they can come back from this this almighty confidence blow because it's not, it's more than a blip now, isn't it? It really is a slump, and and they've got they've got to come back from that. Theoretically, yeah, they've got more time to prepare. They they. The, the busy period sort of behind them now hopefully they can jet away and do a warm weather training camp um, but yeah I, well I, I hope um i hope neville's right but whether he is or not i, I don't
1: know I, I ultimately i ultimately think that liverpool basically gambled in january in the sense that you've got everyone's gone around about the fixture list Oh, look at the congestion we've got you know you've got to manage it you've got to do this you've got to do that and now they've got 14 games left this season like, talk about like talk about going from one extreme yeah. to the other. So, uh, I mean, ultimately, yes, Liverpool have only got fourteen games and they've got what now five until the end of March, mm. which is absolutely it's not. It's not great for us, is it? Um, <laughs> it I, I have no idea what after these podcasts. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just feel like whereas last season it's sort of where because they got through it, they got through the Europa League, they they, they progressed a little bit into what they got to the F L Cup final. Um, managed to have four FA Cup games somehow, um, in in that time, but still went out in the fourth round. I ju- it just feels now like the, the the season could easily be over. I mean, in in these next five games, you got Arsenal, they've got uh Tottenham, and they Leicester got, away, Leicester away, which Leicester are obviously going to win.
2: The season will end before you find that. Before yeah. Yeah. All I will say, because
1: there is something I'm going to look into today, is, is what happened in that 2014-15 season. A lot of those Dortmund fans were saying that Klopp stuck to his beliefs, he didn't waver, he didn't necessarily make changes. It was just the simple fact that they were creating chances and were putting them away. Are Liverpool
2: even creating that many chances anymore? They aren't anymore. No, no, not I anymore. They don't they don't anymore. Know,
1: That's the worry. That's the thing, is it's gone into the heads,
0: which is then it becomes yeah, like, a mental yeah. problem, and but the other team just go, oh, we can we can start moving forward yeah, now, which yeah. is how
1: Swansea got the gold, how Hull got the gold. Well, to be fair, uh, AK, Andy Kelly, uh, he's, he's predicted a lot on this podcast, including, including five points, points clear, clear, points, for clear yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Um, but he did say after the Bournemouth game, he, he made a really sort of pressing prediction, he said... Uh, He's worried that that is the, the blueprint. And it's not the blueprint necessarily of how to beat Liverpool, but it's the blueprints of if you have a go at them, they'll crumble. Mm. And, and these, these smaller sides, the, the fear factor left Liverpool at, in that 4 3 game, of <laughs> because teams will realise if, if you sit deep and then just hit them on the counter, it's not even tactics, it's just common sense of sit deep, defend well, run at them quickly. And they will struggle, and it's so, so it's proved. You're right, they
2: haven't played well since you think the first half of that game. They were absolutely superb, were yeah. they? Considering you know, they, it was a bit of a patched up team yeah, as well, yeah, you know. And they were just, you know, that Chan curled back, to the top corner. It looked like, well, it was in the second <laughs> half, sorry, wasn't it? But they looked like they weren't even getting out of first gear, and then it all no, came crumbling down. They and then, they've barely been out of first yeah, gear since they've, they've, they've made maybe
0: second mm-hmm. half medals that's it. Okay, well, we'll now finish with an anniversary, a happy anniversary, is it, of sorts? I don't know, you tell me. 10 years today since Hicks and Gillette took over at Liverpool a happy anniversary
2: yeah well I suppose at the time people thought it was going to be a good exactly thing now I can
0: having been a journalist for quite some time and covered Liverpool for quite some time these were incredibly dark days in terms of not actually covering football but talking mm. about balance sheets balance sheet and and shareholders and, and what was it uh, weighted takeovers or or all that kind of stuff. Going going to a pub and
1: not talking about the left-back, actually talking about Mm. net spends. I just
0: remember when we got a press release in the October 2010, we were in in Melwood and and it just handed out basically saying, yeah, they've gone now. And All the journalists were kind of punching the air and celebrating and thinking, thank goodness that's over, Mm -hmm. but with a few more expletives in it. But, FSG are coming in for an awful lot of criticism, certainly over the last week because of the lack of signings because of the perceived failure to spend money even though they have built a very large new main stand they've done something that you know Hicks and Gillette said remember the in 60 days we'll have the spade in the ground yeah, that never happened you know even before then liverpool you know, under you know david Moores they at least attempted to try and get the ground built draw some nice nice diagrams yeah. of you know, what it could could be but fsg have got it done and i know that the uh, you know, there's, there's some, some suggestion that they're only in it for the money. But,
1: well, well but, but, the business people? Yeah, right. yeah. Well, you know, well this, is,
0: this is what I'm going to come to now, because we were talking about this before, is that there's some suggestion from fans who are very critical of FSG that they're more interested in profit than success, but surely, as Christian said in his Facebook Live, I think it was yesterday, yeah. he said that why should they be mutually exclusive? Yeah.
2: It's it was true, isn't it? I, I, what annoys me now is I think every fan looks at the Chelsea's and the Man Cities, and, and they see them throwing money around. They say, why, why aren't Liverpool doing that? And you think, you've got owners there. And, and they've made mistakes. You know, The appointment of Camoli, you know, some of the signings that, that summer when they did spend a bit of money were poor. And you know, I think sometimes they've, they've, they've made some PR gaffes you know, with the tickets, stuff like that. Mm. But in terms of the way that they've run the club, I think they've run it very, very well. They've got Liverpool turning a profit again. They've built a, a magnificent new stand. They've got them one of the best. Well, when when they got Klopp, it was a real coup because Liverpool went on the level to attract someone like Klopp. They best
0: People forget that they, they have kind of dragged Liverpool into the 21st if, if century now
2: to someone else. They would be selling such a healthy club to to another person. Who, you know, if they were if they had more money, they could take it on, but. Abramovich and, and Manchur they're, they're out of this, out of this world just and, and the Glazers as well because and also here.
0: they've got you know United are already a, such a strong position exactly. that, you, well, you'd we'll say, to do well
1: to mess it up there. well I we'll would say I do think some of the, the consternation comes from you look at the finishing positions since FSG took over now one thing I well, would remind fans of is that Liverpool are basically <coughs> circling the drain of administration <laughs> they were about to go out of business like they were, they were sick. Like, to, like, we cannot know. put that into, into yeah, too yeah, much context yeah. seven years ago Liverpool Football Club nearly ceased to exist now, they would
0: have had to have, well they wouldn't have started again as such but they would have yeah they would have had to have started again they, they, would have, yeah. I mean, yeah, they probably
1: yeah. would have still been in the Premier League they would have found some way around it yeah but yeah, ultimately but, yeah, it would have been like a rangers Sevco sort of yeah. the scenario they are going to go into administration yeah, yeah they, right, they were circling the drain they were absolutely on yeah. the lazzies yeah. and
0: yeah. if you're saying know, that if people are saying that FSG or NESV as they were then, mm. uh, opportunist for taking over Liverpool at that point. Why the hell wouldn't? Well, that's, yeah. good, that's, <laughs> that's,
1: that's, that's, that's good business. Look, I, I don't want to sound like an FSG apologist, which is what we get levels yeah, yeah. levelled yeah. at us a lot uh, here at the Echo. Um, but I, I and I do feel that there, there are certain things that they could do better. I feel like that they need to adapt a little bit more to yeah. to, the, to the to the new sort of landscape of, of English football, and you know. I, I don't think that you you can necessarily achieve success by buying buying potential and, and developing it. I do think. you'd But do, do you even to... think that
2: they're still? I I think they're buying players that Klopp wants them to buy. buy yeah, well, and that, and that, 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 uses yeah. Yeah, that is his philosophy. If you're not yeah. happy with that, blame the manager. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they, they're not they're not still going down this route. They've got, it, got to be under yeah, a is, is that
0: partly because people find it's easier to criticise FSG over the to transfers to to than it is Klopp. to criticise yeah. Klopp? Yeah, 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 so, yeah, I'll go
2: along yeah, with yeah. that as well. But
1: they they sort of. They hired it, you know because don't get me wrong. I'm sure him getting hired was you know say like over Ancelotti for example mm. was very much what well, one of the big decisions is that they fit into it. You know they are yeah, a good match probably. for each other. if you see what I mean? But what you know what what I would say is that you know I I don't think they're perfect. I think they they could do more in certain aspects. But absolutely, what they should not be criticised for is. Not putting any money into the club. Well, yeah. number one, I'm not putting, but, but also for 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 wanting to a make a profit. Well, yeah, because that means that it's it's you're the, the good business people, and two treating it like a business. I, you know, I do feel like they need a bit more presence on Merseyside, yeah, so yeah, Definitely, definitely. I, I do feel like it'd be nice if they were seeing a little bit more at games rather than just mm. the big ones. That most 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 definitely. But at the same time, they are uh, absolutely. You see all these campaigns and all these hashtags.
0: Well, these are from people. Can't they remember what it was like on a Hicksy? This Gillespie. is exactly they, what I was going to say. Like they short were memories. basically asset stripping Liverpool for two to three yeah. years. You look at the players who left. I mean, you had it was it went Torres went, uh, Mascareno went, Mascarina went. even or, even the likes of you know, Abalo went. Yeah, yeah. Not just that they wouldn't like, listen Benny
2: to the you, fan, Benny Beniune I mean, to
0: pay off Benitez's
2: pay off. They they wouldn't listen to the fans. They weren't open to. Say what you want by FSG, and, and and I and I think they've made some poor moves at times, PR wise. But after the ticket thing last year, the protest, f- fans put on a, a really good protest. They listened and they changed it. All right, you, you're still not going to get tickets for twenty pound, and and hopefully one day that will eventually come in. But 30s I don't think start though, for the way games. And I think that they at least listened and tried to change things. Uh, and I think that's a hell of a lot different from from the two Americans that owned Liverpool before. And
1: and and any sort of business acumen or, or uh, any sort of business decision they make that you disagree with i think the one thing surely everyone can can agree with and, and seemingly not, is that there's there's no maliciousness out in this there is no, no. they want liverpool to be a success and and, and the suggestion that they wouldn't is just bizarre because at the end at the end of the day he, he runs a, a successful enough newspaper in boston he runs a successful enough baseball team he hasn't got to this situation john henry and and, and all those involved by just being a bit crap at his job. Yeah.
2: He's not, yeah. It's not in his interest for Liverpool not yeah. to be a success. So That's all
1: that you know, by all means, I think the criticisms fair and, 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 and whatnot. But all the all the hashtag FSG house and all that people losing their minds. Yeah. Just yeah. just give it a day off. <laughs> yeah. Have a day. And, off. and on that <laughs> bombshell,
0: uh, we we we'll, we'll call it a day there. Um, thank you, Christian. Thank you, Joe. No thank you to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We never did find that out. So we'll have to so say that. We'll have to say I was we'll we'll right, basically. Let's just yeah, let's just agree yeah, on that. Yeah. Right. Uh, join us again later this week where we'll look ahead to the Tottenham game and recap anything that may have happened over the next few days. Oh, oh, God, fact, oh hang, oh, oh, hang oh, on, hang oh, on, hang oh, on, hang oh,
1: on hang Don't settle. Hang don't turn on. Off. Oh, God. There's only two and they haven't got names. Oh. But, there was only, but there was only there was only two arrivals. They brought two players.
2: Messi and Ronaldo. One
0: of them from the Bundesliga and the other one from the third division. So I'd yeah, imagine that was it, just that a youth penalty, player. Yeah. So we'll,
1: at central midfielder, age 24.
2: So you were wrong, Ian Doyle.
1: No, I was right.
0: Well, he bought, was, he bought him some players.
2: He knew exactly what it was. Mm, I don't think that was the point you were trying no, to make. Ian Doyle. anyway, I
0: think that's time <laughs> for us to go. Well, basically,
1: <laughs> yes. Jurgen Klopp in 2014, 15. It was all going wrong, but he didn't chance transfers. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> right. Join us. Try again. Join
0: us later this week, where we we'll look ahead to the Tottenham game and we'll also look back at everything else that's happened during the week.
2: Cheerio. Nederland is een kenniseconomie. Maak daarom kennis met NCOI. Met 27 locaties de grootste opleider van werk in Nederland. Ga naar ncoi.nl voor meer informatie.
0: Hoe hoog leg jij de lat?